Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, Lucy, welcome back. Yeah, you too. It's been a while. I know. I have to admit, though, I haven't been running. As, no, I have been definitely worse. <laughs> but I want to get back into it again. We were so good. Well, you know what will get us back into it? A Disney episode of A Run the Track. Disney episode. D-I-S-N-E-Y. It's just stunning. Why not? Yeah, lots of associations. I mean, everyone does. It, it's almost like too... It's interesting talking about it because it's like, I thought I'd just have all this stuff like tumbling out of me about Disney, but... I think what I'm noticing is it's actually caught in something quite intense in my heart mm. that, like, on the podcast, it's like, yeah, we can chat. Like, ch- I'm happy to chat about it. But it's like, eek, this is, like, hitting something quite deep. Yeah. That's actually That's why I was so out. excited for it, which I always am. Yeah. <laughs> but um, who, okay, who, what character Ooh. did you, do you feel like you associated with most? Oh, my God, such a good question. Um... I think I did relate to Aladdin, the man. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know why. No, no, that's not true. I think, no, I found Aladdin fit. What, as in, like, his identity crisis, or what kind of element? I'm trying to... Okay, this is actually... You've actually sprung quite an intense question on me. Can you answer first? <sighs> I mean, on the surface level of me, Sebastian. Who is that? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Jamaican lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe, no, maybe the fish, sorry. What's the fish? Flounder. Flounder, yeah. I mean, I quite like the Jamaican lobster as well. Okay, yeah, should we go with that? <laughs> Either, they're both classic characters. But then, like... Oh, who Wait, I... why, though? Just fun. And I like that Aww. he's just kind of like, it's really fun here, actually. Like, you don't have to, like, go and prove yourself somewhere else. Oh, my gosh. Like, what, Sebastian, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, what are you doing? It's jokes. Like, it's really fun. And that that song is, Under the Sea, is so much fun. Blow that blowfish, blow. <laughs> um, apparently the guy who played Sebastian recently died. Oh, no. I don't think he was Jamaican. Right. Or a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Lobsters should play. Lobster. Lobster. I mean, I, I actually have only seen it once on a plane, but I do quite relate to, and I know we said no princesses, but I do quite relate to Tangled, the Rapunzel... Tangled. I haven't even seen it. Cause, yeah, I can't really remember it. It's just there's one song that always comes up that's like, when will my life begin? I, I can't remember how the melody goes. Anyway, she's just basically stuck in her tower and she keeps being like, when will my life begin? And I feel that quite a lot. Of like, what's going on? Like after uni when I was just like sitting around not doing anything. I was like, ah, 
feeling really stressed. Though. So I guess I relate to that. Yeah, okay. But it's kind of a lame up. I don't know, Cruella, <laughs> because <laughs> I'm a fashion sense. <laughs> of all the Disney heroes, who would you go for? I mean, sexually, who would you fuck? <laughs> who do you think? H-E-R-Q-T. <laughs> H-E-R-C-U-L-E-S. Q. I like it being like Lil Herc. Lil Herc. H-E-R-Q. Um, yeah, I mean, once he gets big or when he's small? Um, it's that in between. Obviously, oh, the, 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 not Peter. <laughs> when he's like a baby. No, but it's um, more like he's like kind of... You can imagine him being more like a sort of model, gawky model. No, I like it when out. he's like, it's annoying though, because they ruin it when he gets like arrogant, you know, and he's like signing loads of like autographs. Yeah, but, but then that it's... era is like, whoa, you're breathtaking. Whoa. That's so like the classic thing women find attractive. You've just gone straight there. No, I know, but the no pumped one can... up guy in the gym. Probably loads of guys at the gym listening right now being like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Arm day. Nice. <laughs> Pex day. You? Oh, you're going for a lad. A lad, yeah. <laughs> Got the word lad in it. Jack the lad in. There's so many fit ones. Oh, okay. Beauty and the Beast. The, the Beast. beast. <laughs> I actually quite fancy him even as the Beast. Yeah, I was actually thinking they did so well to humanise him. I did. His personality is really attractive. Like how he, when he looks shy. Yeah. And then he does like the big smile. I'm like, yeah. Quite like it because I'm like a bit scared of you, but I'm also. Yeah, and it like ruins him. Isn't that like when, when, when the women used to really fancy like the Joker character? Mmm, the scary, like, it's fucked like a, up one. It's a bit fucked up to fancy them, but... Who else is attractive? Um, it's so annoying that I'm, like, blank. Oh, I always fancy animals. Who? Yeah, So, same. I don't know if you ever saw um, Oliver and Company. The dog who is Dodger, played by Billy Joel, mm. at least singing, is so fit. Like, he wears, like, Ray-Bans and has, like, a little neckerchief. Yeah. And he's, like, he, like, struts through New York. Yeah. And he's, like, why should I worry? Why should I care? And he's like, because like, I also fancied the Alpha Dodger as well. Yeah. So actually, my answer is the Dodger from All Around Company. Yeah, I get that. I used to fancy in Top Cat. Top Cat? Really? The main, what's his name? Top Cat. Top Cat. <laughs> or no, I think it was his sidekick, Benny. I fancied Benny. Oh, shit. That is such a funny Top Cat. Top Cat. That is such a classic, guys. Yeah. So, Lucy. Should I start? Over to you, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start with just a... I might go for a club classic. Which is? Be Our Guest. Yeah, so be our guest from Beauty and the Beast, obviously. Beauty and the Geek. The one that I fancy. Songwriters Howard Ashman and Alan Menken. The reason I chose it is I think, one, it brings everyone back to that kind of like, everyone knows what the videos, what that that song is. You know, it's like the hedonism of the cutlery, every everything on that dinner. Honestly, I I know I'm laughing, but you put that so well. The hedonism no. of the cutlery. Yes. No, but it's just like that's it, that's the table I want to sit at. The indulgence of it all, and 
Yeah, the fact that that it's like a cabaret oh, of yeah. the cutlery. <laughs> You're so good. No, but it's so nice. Write this down. You should be a writer. <laughs> you should be a critic. The cabaret of the cutlery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Feel it just really does something with my Tory inside, like the luxury, the indulgence, and also because I feel like it's saying that to the runner, be our guest. It's like, you know, this is your run. You're the most important person here. You are. You sit down. Well, don't sit down. Run. <laughs> Get up, get out the door, run. But like... Kind of like be our guest to the parks and outside. I was just thinking it's like the park is singing to the runner. Yeah. The gate gate is like, open me, run through me. Yeah. Your trainers are like singing to you. Yeah. And like all the looks of the passers-by, it's like, it's quite... It's really fun. When you're on the run itself, you're like, I've done it. What would you order in the castle? I think I'd get like steak free. Steak free. And like, yeah, and then like a nice like sauce, like peppercorn sauce. Just the classic. Just the classic French. Why not? Maybe with a red wine. I quite enjoy seeing like dancing sushi, but I don't think they do that in that. (laughs) It wasn't really a thing then. Chip as well. Chip the cup and he's chipped. He's chipped. I love how their names are just like Lumiere is a candle, Lumiere, light, Cogsworth, a clock, has cogs, chip, chip. Mm. And we took that seriously, we were like, okay. Yeah. It's like Spoon is probably called Spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say it's your favourite song of all Disney? No. Wow. I wouldn't say it's my favourite, no. Would you you say it would be from from this film or no? Um, I actually love the opening one. Little town, full of little people. I actually auditioned How Embarrassing (gasps) at drama school with that song, but I was way too young. That's not embarrassing. It was. That's really good. And I like how mean, I don't know if anyone, when any of our listeners have ever had this, but like I auditioned and I was only like six or seven. And then I looked at the auditioners and they were all laughing. Why? Because it was like a six-year-old pretending that I could be Belle. Yeah, it's called the arts. It's called Imagine. I'm sorry, they're just <laughs> Philistines. No, thanks. Um, no, no. Yeah. That's literally like the townspeople laughing at Belle. Yeah, I gave no. it a go. And then obviously I was, I think I've told you this, but I was given the part of like the fainting of, Ga- like a small fainter of Gaston. Oh, the girls who are just like, oh, Gaston. Yeah, it's like, oh. the small kids always get the joke part. Yeah, you mentioned in the Oliver twist. Yeah, it's obviously really like cut deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. Got, the, who got the part of Belle? A stunning like 15 year old. Fucking bitch. Way too old as well for the industry. <laughs> Over the hill at 15. <laughs> Um, what did you think of the live action Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson? It was good. Sorry, I hated it. I didn't mind it, but also this sounds really mean, but I just don't, I can't like her. because Sometimes the men in your life are obsessed with Emma Watson. Yeah. And she's meant to be a feminist figure, so then meant to not be obsessed with her because surely that represents like cobwebs and frigidity and... Yeah, <laughs> dry Fanny. But it's the but Hermione it role. I don't know why. Oh yeah, it's Hermione. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I didn't want to like it, but I actually didn't mind it. So you just didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, fair enough. I think I also just find Belle a bit of a, like. A, I felt like I was really forced to see the feminist side of Belle, where in the in the classic animation one, I was just like, oh great, she's like a reader, like Matilda, like she's just really smart. Yeah. Whereas because it was Emma Watson, it was really like. I've done a speech at the UN and it was all just becoming a bit like preachy. Mm. I was like, no, no, no. I'd actually rather it just be like Emily Ratajkowski with a book, like <laughs> pretending to read. <laughs> I thought she, she's a deep feminist. 
Well, so she said. Oh, yeah. true, actually. No, who would it be like a full, like a Victoria's Secret model? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Irina Sheikh. <laughs> I am too clever for this town. <laughs> I am too clever for this town. <laughs> Um, okay, we're making good progress. Shall I? Yeah. Do you want to go on to yours? Great Should choice, though. Great choice. Should I play it on mine? Um, yeah, it's Hercules, A Star Is Born. Uh, a Star is Born from Hercules, lyrics by David Zippel and composed by Alan Menken. Okay, so there's a lot of songs you could choose from Hercules. I'm you're, It's crazy that I didn't choose Zero to Hero, but I chose this one because when it comes up on the shuffle, like if I listen to Hercules' soundtrack, which is mm. a great running album, somehow for this, for some reason, this has just got off my own experience from running with the soundtrack. A Star is Born is the one that really gets me. Well, I think the meaning of it as well, it's like, like you said, if you relate to like something in the making, it's quite like uplifting in the like motivational way, like something's around the corner for you. Mm. Which I think is like a really important, like, I don't know, way of thinking. It's like things are on like, and then you're running and it's uplifting and... No, it's so true. I just, I'm just more confused at myself. Like, why did I not choose Zero to Hero? But... You're right, it's that uplifting I think this anthem. one is a bit more, for me anyway, because it's more gospel-y. Full, like... It's like from the gods. Like it I is. almost feel like it's like looking down at you while you run. I thought it was so genius to have a gospel choir as like the Greek chorus. Like, because in Greek tragedies, like a Greek chorus would like narrate the play. Mm. And like, so that just... So, and that would be so boring if it like... When I've seen like a Greek tragedy, the chorus is really like, Boring and saying something like, Oedipus went to the palace. It's really boring. Mm. So to make it like a Christian gospel choir, it's so like related to God, but from a different angle. But the music is so fun. The voices are so good. I just thought it was a stroke of genius from Disney to like mix mix that together. Yeah. Because whenever you see like gospel choirs in America, just like I wish I was like, could go to a church like that. Like, it just... I feel like it does exist in England, but not as much as in America. I but just like, don't know at all. You know, that really, like, that fun singing... Where they're, like, literally clapping and smiling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and their voices are insane. Whereas, like, for us, it's like... Rise the hair on Like, all the people who sang as the muses and Hercules, like, they're not even, like, famous singers. It's not like it's Aretha Franklin. It's like... I swear someone was in it that is really big. In one of in the... Hercules? Yeah. I know Marissa's dad from the OC plays Hercules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he's popped up in any gospel choirs in America. Um, and he also plays Joshua in Friends. It was rumoured that the Spice Girls were considered to be playing the muses, but had to decline. So you think it's like the best soundtrack for you? I think personally, yeah. Yeah, and as we said, it's so good for working out. Yeah. Because the story of Hercules is someone who goes through training 
And there he is at the end. Also, I like the character of, is it Mel? Mel? Meg, Meg. Oh, Meg, Mel. Mel? Mel has such Because sometimes I feel like the Disney princesses are always really angelic. Quite virginal. Um, Yeah. Mm. Whereas she's like a bit rude. And she's really like jaded by men. Yeah. It's like she's had so many terrible one night stands. Mm. And she's like, okay, lover boy. And she like obviously smokes loads of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And like the way her hip is drawn to just go up. Yeah. I know Meg is so cool, you're right. All the other women would be obsessed with Hercules, where she's, like, over men. Yeah. And that, like, whole I won't say I'm in love song is so good because it's, like, someone who, like, maybe now struggles with intimacy issues because they've had their heart broken so many times. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of those songs are have existed, but it's through men. It's, like, male singers predominantly do the one, like, the song, I'm trying to think of... I'm not in love. <laughs> so don't forget that's not a Disney song though. no but what I mean is like women don't often talk about this feeling of not liking yeah. you and not feeling like wanting to say it yeah 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 that's much. so true I don't know no you're, you're, traditionally women are the ones that are like oh, I'm head over heels yeah yeah where she's like ew I'm broken yeah you can tell she's yeah also just, panic and pain can we oh, just talk about God, them as, I yeah. feel like they're quite us Oh my god, you're so right. We are panic and pain. Yeah. Wearing the, you're wearing the shoes, you know, and he has the flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. The Herx. The Herx. Um, next song, Lucy. So the next song is Un Poco Loco. What colour is the sky? I'm your amor, I'm your amor. You tell me that it's red. I'm your amor, I'm your amor. Where should I put my shoes? I'm your amor, I'm your amor. You say, put them on your head. I'm your amor, I'm your amor. Make me un poco loco, un poquititito loco The way you keep me guessing, I'm nodding and I'm guessing Now count it as a blessing, that I'm only un poco loco Aww. So that was Un Poco Loco featuring Anthony Gonzalez and Gael García Bernal Although they would say Sia in nice. Mexican She is Spanish Yeah And written by who? Um, Lyrics, Jermaine Franco and Adrian, Adrian Molina. The song was originally written by Hector as a song for Imelda, a different character. Yeah. I see. I see. So, Gael Castillo Bernal is in um, like loads of Pedro Almodovar movies. Oh, really? He's Yeah, he's like quite big. I think he's in Itu Mama Tambien. Oh. No, no, he's, he's in the one where like the boys are like wanking each other off. In the cinema. Oh, the Motorcycle Diaries, yeah. Itu Mama Tambien, Babel, Coco, yeah. All right. It's quite... Anyway, tell us about the song. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen it already, I would highly recommend Coco, the yeah, film. Yeah, I've not seen it's it. It goes... If It kind of reminds me of, like, A Star Is Born, which I know was the last song. Thank you. But, as in... But I don't mean that song. I mean A Star Is Born, Lady Gaga. Oh... Um, as in, it takes you through like a thousand emotions, but deeply. So it's a lot deeper than, say, Hercules, really. Really, the whole film takes you through a thousand emotions. Yeah. Mm. How do you say a thousand in Spanish? Um, un mil. Un mil emoción. Un mil es... Un mil es... Un mil, eh. <laughs> Fluente. <laughs> Nuestro. Claro, 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 sí, sí. Um, I just really like it because, um... 
the actual film itself is all based in Mexico. I'm obsessed with Mexico. The culture, everything, it's like so colourful and vibrant. And then the film really takes you through, yeah, as I said, all of these different emotions. And this boy is like gearing up to be a star and he's like performing and he does like a really good performance. And I feel like, again, we're both performers. We like performing. Yeah. We are obsessed. I just like the idea that he's just like actually really good and it's like a hidden talent. So I feel like while you're all running around the park, it's like, you know your hidden talents. Maybe just like tap into it a bit. Oh my God, yeah. Because maybe it's not performing. Maybe it's to do with like writing or playing the violin or maths strategy. Or like if you actually want to be a lawyer, like maybe just study it. Maybe you have a hidden legal talent. Yeah. (laughs) And you're actually a painter and actually deep down you've always wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. Or like my sister's always wanted to write novels and it's like, just do it. Just write a novel, babe. I feel like everyone has a hidden voice being like, just do it. Do it. Really clever of Nike to be like, I know, it's fucking... The corporations will get you, as Hercules teaches us. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Like, as in... Especially because I feel like the last episode we were talking about, like, the super... Not just the superficial, but, like... Well, kind of, yeah. Like, feeling really, like, good about yourself. And, like, it's kind of about the way you look, which is fine and, like, whatever. But this is, like, no kind of tapping to your destiny. Mm. and even the Hercules one before that's also like destiny and this is the character's destiny like open your like Chinese cracker fortune cookie (sighs) sorry and find your destiny like what is it you know what it is as well yours is singing mine is making dumb videos on Twitter what (laughs) is what is everyone else's yeah like and subscribe and remember to comment and let us know what your destiny is guys yeah and it's also all about the day of the dead Ah, Dios de Muerto. Sí. Because of that, I think it really shows in the film how, like, life is actually, like, really... Which we know, and that's, like, loads of famous quotes about no, it. it doesn't need to be how said. short it is. It's so true. And while you're running around the park, it's like, okay, you're running because, you know, we want to speed it up. You don't want to go on a long walk. So think about that in life as well. It's like, don't just, like, allow the, your, like, destiny to just keep going back, like, kind of God, you're passing you. you're stressing me out now. Yeah, like, you're... Well, I mean, you're, you're fully doing your destiny. No, no, I'm not, though. It's like, don't let life slip through your fingers. Yeah. By being very aware of the dead, you're very aware of, like, what it means to be alive. And I think that's what it kind of taps into the, mm. with the whole film. It's, like, it's really, really good. It's very emotional. You'll cry. It, side note, I recently had my smear test, and I think I had a little moment of, like, life is so short. Yeah. What if this is what if the smear test is gonna tell me what I don't want to hear? And since the smear test, I've I have a new lease of life. Un yeah. poco loco. Exactly. And get your smear test done, ladies. Yeah. Just because it's COVID, that ain't no excuse. But we've all had a bit of that this year of like shit. Like we're in a fucking pandemic. That's so terrifying and scary and horrible. So you know, now things are opening again, like maybe use this opportunity to like, just go for it. Convert into the law. Do that law conversion. If you want to do carpentry, do carpentry. Oh, if you want to just get a nine to five, do that. I just think it's like, don't shoulda, woulda, coulda, do. Yeah, do. Okay, next song, shall we? Next song, yeah, go for it, honey. Um, My next song is, it's not cool, it's not clever, but it's from High School Musical, and it's get your head in the game. Get the rebound. When we get it, then the crowd go wild. A second chance, gotta grab it and go. Maybe this time we hit the right note. Wait a minute at the time and place. Wait a minute in my head in the game. 
Um, okay, so that was Getcha Head in the Game. Getcha spelled G-E-T apostrophe C-H-A. And it's composed by Ray Cham, Greg Cham, and Drew Seeley, with lyrics by the aforementioned Ooh, so family Ray, members. Greg, and Drew. Oh, Ray and Greg, potentially. And then I just saw that it's performed... The performance on the recording is a blend of Zac Efron's voice and Drew Seeley, the writer's oh, interesting. voice. interesting. So much fun trivia in Disney. I love reading about, like, the, yeah. the behind the scenes. Um, I also really like the beginning of that. It reminds me of, like, the cell block. Um, you know, when they use, like, the squeaking as, a, like, of the, the sneakers as, like, part of the, like, beat. Yeah, the bu- I was the literally going to say yeah. the same thing. You're so right. The beat is... That's so musical theatre. It's so clever. It's yeah. so clever. Yeah. It's like, what's the song about? It's about basketball. Yeah. What will the beat be made up of? Basketball noises. Yeah. And it works. It does. The song is about playing basketball and how the wildcats need to focus on the game. However, Troy realises his heart isn't in it. So for me, it's a great mix of the arts and sport. That really is what High School Musical is about. Very similar to Billy Elliot in that sense. I've met so many people as I get older, when you're like, oh, are you ever in a play at school? They're like, no. But that's what I mean. It's like, why is everyone like afraid? Like I was like afraid to like do any singing stuff because it was like lame or like, I was like. such a high risk of being or, like, embarrassing. I, re- I really, I've realised like, I actually like bird watching. Oh, great. No, I know. And it's like, that's okay. Like, yes. as in, obviously it is. But you know, when you're like, oh, you think you don't you have an idea of what you think you should be like maybe because of school and like all the pressure and uni and stuff like that so true which i think this really taps into and it's like no it's okay to be geeky on one aspect and then like maybe another thing is like mildly cool but you're so right and we come to that conclusion far too late in our lives it's a shame yeah a real shame and i think high school musical is sort of a parable of this it's that's why i'm like lean into your inner geek yeah and it's really nice because, actually, because High School Musical is a musical. Yeah. I always loved watching it being like, you basketball kids keep saying that musicals are lame. However, you're about to break into a song. So you're actually trapped within the format you parody and rinse so much. Also, mildly basketball is performance. Like, as it, mm. like obviously it's performance, quite theatre. They're, they're in costumes. The they're cabaret costumes, of sport. Um, cheerleaders. Oh, camp as hell. Yeah. No, you're so right. It's just that's like a masculine sanctioned form of it. Mm-hmm. It just taps into the deep misogyny and homophobia that exists within our society at all times. Yeah. Um, that was a great song, though. Really Thank good you. And it actually does help on a run. It really does help you get your head in that game. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Why? Because Flora is across the world. She's across the Atlantic right now. <laughs> yeah, I weirdly in the middle of this episode just flew away. So we're now doing the last 10 minutes remotely. Okay, so my favorite and final song for you guys is Friend Like Me um, from Aladdin 1992. Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this out their little hand? Uh-huh. You know, friends go abracadabra, let her rip, and then make the sucker disappear. So don't you sit there, slack your body hide. I'm here to answer all your business plans. You got me bona fide, certified. You got a genie for a child to fail. I got a power. 
sung by Robin Williams, composed by Alan Menken with lyrics by Howard Ashman. God, gorgeous. I like it again. I think I'm going for this kind of like genre of Disney at the moment where it's um, bringing people up. It's motivational. It's kind of being like, join us. You know, like if people were doing like a dance across a bar, you end up wanting to join in. Like, da, 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 da. look, cock up, cabana. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you yeah. can't not get involved within the energy. Yeah, it's like a conga line of a song. Also, I like it because it's kind of being like, you've never had a friend like me. It's like, it's so cocky. So it's just like, oh, well, then I kind of do want to be your friend. Like, there's not really a choice here. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, if my friend could turn itself into Jack Nicholson and then turn itself into a, an air hostess, <laughs> I'd be <laughs> like, sure, I'll follow you on Instagram. Flora, to be fair, that Why is, not? Flora, that is quite you, to be fair. I feel like you'd do that. <laughs> Weird characters. I yeah. mean, it, it definitely is a sign of like mental instability. And you know, Robin Williams was obviously like a broken man, but a lovely man, a man I cherish and adore. Oh, yeah. At all times. And also, like, I read an um, an interview saying that he put a lot down to not only his like improv skills, but all, he was like it. Like, they gave me so much creative like space, but also um, it was. His quote is that um, the animators were acting with a pencil and they had such a big role in like creating the genie and like the comedy behind the genie. The coming together of the animators with Robin, it's like, that's an unstoppable combination. Yeah. Would you say this is your favourite Disney, Flora? Aladdin? Yeah, I would say Aladdin's my favourite because of the genie. Yeah, no, it's a great song. It's probably one of the best songs of all time, Friend Like Me. I feel like... Every generation, every gender, whatever that may be. Yeah. Loves it. The genie is a non-binary queen, actually. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, that's why I quite like the Robin Williams compared to the Will I Will I Am? Will I Am again? <laughs> is he here again? To be fair, he wears Aladdin he trousers quite a lot on stage. But um <laughs> They're very similar people. Actually, Will I Am could be a genie with his like production skill. <laughs> We will simply not have a podcast without Will I Am being mentioned. I know. We need to meet him. We need to like start a petition oh to God. meet him. But anyway, um And tell him that he's a modern day genie. Yeah. <laughs> He'd like that as well. Sad that the genie's not got a love interest. I know, and he does actually interest. have a love interest in um Will Smith's version. Have you seen that? Oh, does he? But Will Smith I don't know, I just find that a bit basic of the new um Aladdin. To bring in a love interest, I feel like I quite like the, the exactly what you just said of like the genie kind of like that's not the point of the genie. The genie isn't supposed to have no. love interest. No, asexual, amorphic being that doesn't have the same, doesn't have like the human instincts. Like, how could the genie have sex? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to think about the genie's penis <laughs> or whatever. I guess maybe it could just like tickle you with a little tail. <laughs> Or, like, get really small, like, when it goes into the lamp and, like, squeeze in t- inside you. <laughs> <laughs> or could take on the shape of, like, a Yeah, he'd be, like, weirdly really good in bed. Um, oh, yeah, it would be really good. But he wouldn't want to be. He just is. <laughs> um, anyway, should we move on to my song? Yeah. Um, <laughs> on wait, that note. Yeah, shall we? My next song, my final song is a great workout song, I think. It's from Mulan, and it's called Make a Man Out of You. Oh, man. You must be swift at the course in rain. 
a great typhoon With all the strength of a raging fire Mysterious as the dark side of Make a Man Out of You, music by Matthew Wilder, lyrics David Zippel, who also wrote the lyrics for Hercules. Oh, okay. Um, mm. And it was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Musical or Comedy Score. Maybe that was all of Mulan, maybe not just that song. But that song I find so fun and so good for a workout because it's literally like a training montage. Um, on, it was on Empire Film Magazine's list of 20 most awesome training montages in cinema history. I'll Make a Man Out of You was ranked 14th. Amazing. What's the BPM of After that all. song? Do you know? God, that is a really specific question. And Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm asking, but if it was like one of the best fitness songs, I wonder whether it's like at a certain BPM or something that makes it one of the best. Oh, Yeah. And I think they did do the drums based on like American like war drums and like something that actually needs to get the soldiers motivated yeah. for war. Oh no, Ch- no sorry. Wilder borrowed drum cadences from traditional Chinese drums and then marrying that with military snares upon which he continued building until it became this cacophonous effect of a Chinese marching American band. Okay, you know what it kind of reminds me of a bit? In that kind of like military kind of style, run the world girls we run the world as in it's like it is kind of military and it you feel like you need to get in line and like you're you're part again you're kind of like you're part of this army movement exactly yeah and i do think that's also secretly the message of the song is that like mulan it the whole song is i'll make a man out of you mulan famously is a woman that's unknown to the characters but by the end she's the one that proves herself the most then i read um a feminist critique of that from the okay. book Into the Closet, Cross-Dressing and the Gendered Body in Children's Literature and Film by Victoria Flanagan. Mulan is successful in retrieving the arrow because she uses an ingenuity that is based on her ability to incorporate aspects of her femininity into masculine performance. So it's basically the same as Run the World. It's like secretly she runs the world because she's a girl. Or she who gets the arrow, girls. <laughs> That's so you're saying like actually it was because she has like feminine qualities that it was like stronger because it was like better than anyone else. Yeah, yeah because like all the lyrics of that song are like, I'm gonna fuck you up, like I'm gonna break you down, you're all pathetic and shit. And she's just like, I'm gonna be calm and collected and lean into other aspects that aren't just physical but that are obviously useful in warfare. It's quite nice when it's like the underdog. Is that what you mean? It's like not that she yeah. was the underdog, but it's like the least obvious person. Whereas like Hercules Hercules say it's like, it's quite obvious. Yeah, you're so right. He is a god. Yeah, he's a god. Like even when he was a teenager, like he like was chucking around like buildings, like they were a piece of trash. (laughs) (laughs) Where she's just a hot babe who finds herself trying to protect her father. Hello, Freud. Um, That's so true. Did you like her when you were young though? Or is it like kind of more of like an aging like to the character. I really liked her when I was young I really liked the film I remember seeing it in the cinema and I really really liked it but there were so many songs I liked in it um I don't think I particularly was like 
she's a strong woman. I can be a strong woman. I think it was literally just like the drums I really liked. Okay. And then by the end, she is actually a fit woman. So order is restored in the Disney universe when she yes. gets like, proposed <laughs> to and she, looking, she looks hot. <laughs> um, oh, I, oh, a bit of trivia about the Mulan song. I think you know this, but the person singing I'll Make a Man Out of You is Donny Osmond. That's really confusing. Oh, and here's a fact. Osmond's character, Shang, is hit in the stomach while singing I'll Make a Man Out of You. In order to sound as realistic as possible, Osmond punched himself in the stomach several times while recording the song. No (laughs) way. (laughs) Are you joking? I read it on the information about this song. That's real, like, commitment to the role. Fair enough. (laughs) It's just a really motivating song. It's literally about fitness. It's the opposite of self-care. And um, sometimes I do want that on my run. I do want someone just to be like, also, because, like, self-care, there's a place for it. But, like, with everything in life, it's just the balance, isn't it? You need the yin and you need the yang. And you need sometimes to kind of get your ass into gear. Completely agree. How has your running been over in, How's it been in La La Land with your running? Um, I have run once. I've been really bad at running. So I'm actually feeling really unmotivated. So I actually do need a bit of a bit of Donny Osmond saying I'm pathetic. As the listeners and myself would quite enjoy if you did a run up Hollywood Hills. You know, one of oh. the stair runs. Yes, 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 yes. That's the closest I'll ever get to, to Hollywood. I'll, I'll run up the stairs. Yeah, I could do like a Rocky montage. Yeah, we'd really enjoy that. I think all of us. Um... Oh, thanks. <laughs> Please tweet in if you'd like to see that. But Lucy, it's been a pleasure, as ever. You too, darling. Well, enjoy LA. And enjoy London. So see you when I come home. All right, darling. Okay, All bye. Right, bye. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.